Welcome to Live Let Thrive, a podcast about the Airbnb life, the share economy, and everything in between. Here are your hosts, Micah and Steve. Hello, 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 hello. What's up? <laughs> and welcome back to, what are we? Live Let Thrive. Thrive. <laughs> we almost harm- For one second, we were harmonizing, <laughs> but that ended pretty quickly. Oh, man. Episode 15. 15. The quinceanera episode. You yes, know, for our Spanish speakers. We have become a woman today. What? <laughs> That's a quinceanera gotcha. back in the, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. So the quinceanera got quinceanera. Gotcha. We've, yeah there you go we don't, we're not wearing dresses by the way you know we couldn't find one appropriate enough for the show <laughs> yes <laughs> Mike we is, are Mike back and, we're back uh, F15 man this is awesome this is like a yeah. miles, little bitty milestone but a yeah. milestone you know 15 yeah it's a big number 15 a big number in Mexican culture and uh, yeah, it is. I actually seen a quinceanera at the uh, Fort Worth Botanical Gardens. Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah, yeah. They're always uh, yeah. taking pictures out there. And it's stuff. pretty dope. It's pretty dope. But this week in Airbnb, man, we've had a lot. Man, we're in the middle. Well, not in the middle of Hurricane Harvey, but like Hurricane Harvey is near us, about three and a half hours from us. So people are like looting gas. <laughs> Uh, yeah. yeah, I hope that's it's what bad. it was. I mean, I'm not hope. Are they? Loot, when you say looting, that means like stealing, right? But they're yeah, not, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. They're not looting gas. Bad, <laughs> bad, bad choice of words. Okay, gas is low because refineries down in Houston. So what is it called when you when you hoarding uh, hoarding gas? Yeah, yeah. yeah so. And so um, I think I think it's more. I think well, the Houston, Texas, where a lot of the refineries are, most yeah. of the refineries. And right now, Houston is underwater. We're filming this uh, August the 30th. And so yeah. right now, Houston's still underwater. It's crazy. They, Of course, uh, a lot of people, you know, in trouble over there. And if you could help, help. I mean, it yeah, might definitely. be a little late. Well, no, it's probably going on for a little while, right? Yeah, because I, uh, I was able to put, I think, five people up in my Airbnbs. So. Wow. Yeah. Oh, you, you got family in Houston. Yeah, they were able to get out. Like, I literally had to tell one of my cousins to get out. Like, he, he left, like... He was in North Houston, so when Hurricane Harvey hit, he hopped on the road and he was able to get out. Um, I, I was able, I wasn't able to help the victims who actually stayed yet. Hopefully, they can get out and I'll have more rooms available. But yeah, I helped out five people who evacuated, so the evacuees have been able to help out. But like, because it's hard to get out now, you know what I mean? So, dude, yeah, and you know, I was in um, South Padre Island yeah. up until thursday oh. see i was we we're supposed to be there in south padre which uh, for all the if you most people a lot of people know where that is but it's on the southern tip on the coast of texas like way down there right touching mexico and so um we we went on a little vacation and you know we left that sunday and then we were going to come back friday and then we just see every day everybody was talking about it this news this hurricane just floating there going real slow in the gulf of mexico mm-hmm. and and they were pointing all the arrows at south padre island and we we're like yeah we should get out of here man, Dang, man. And so we left a day early and then we hopped on a plane um, you know thank goodness for my job that i have i can just hop on a plane whenever I, whenever i want and um if there's available seats available and there was plenty of seats so we hopped on a plane got back here and the next day is when the it started you know making landfall yeah it was a friday more friday into saturday is when it was really because that thing yeah. was going slow in the gulf of mexico just yeah gaining momentum 
and, and it touched Padre a little bit. It got rain and some high winds, but then mm-hmm. it just went, just left. It went up north and Corpus. just hit Corpus real hard oh, and, and Houston. Yeah, Houston. And it just stayed over Houston. It wouldn't, didn't want to leave, man. Yeah, so right now, um, that if that levee breaks, Houston's going to go like pretty much straight underwater. It's going to be like Katrina. And Jeez. Yeah, so my wife's grandma's still there. Oh, um, man. Yeah, she didn't leave. It's a few more people, but... My coworker's uncle, they were able to get him today. They got him out on a boat. So oh, that's good. Yeah, man. Got family down there. Our live, let, thrive thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers. With them. And yeah. Yeah. So when it's kind of affecting us up here in the north because we're going to have a bunch of people up here. And uh, I will be definitely providing Airbnb housing for free because, oh, Airbnb did hit me up. So they're... If you get in contact with Airbnb, they will let you list your listing for zero dollars. Because you know, at first they wouldn't let you because Airbnb has to take its fees out. So they are allowing people to list their housing for zero dollars for people that do have an Airbnb out there. Go ahead, do it. That is awesome, man. How yeah. they do stuff like that, Airbnb. You know, they're, yeah, they're, yeah. they help out a lot. You know, they're with the refugees, stuff like that. You know, yeah. displaced people. It's a great format, man, and um, it sucks that local governments and and big government want to crack down on it, and and you know, yeah, I don't. I, but there's a lot of good. It's it's producing a lot of good. I mean, and, and I think of like some of the good things. I you know, of course, helping refugees, helping people that are displaced by by floods and storms, and it's like a format to get people to know, hey, you can come here for free, whatever, we'll help you out, and um, yeah, it's a beautiful thing. And places are banning Airbnb, just like they want a lot of places banning um, Uber and Lyft, stuff like that, because for whatever reasons. But I'm like, I, I think about how many lives has Uber and Lyft saved by by getting drunk drivers a cheap alternative to get home, you know? Yeah. And um, or people that just need a ride somewhere for whatever reason, a medical emergency reason or something, they can get a little cheap ride somewhere. They don't have to pay. 50 or $100 for a, a taxi cab that they don't have, you know? I mean, how many lives has this, have has technology, these technologies saved? And I just, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's just, it's frustrating that, that the government is trying to, trying to crack down on things like that. Yeah, man. Yeah. And Airbnb has done its best to help out. But before the hurricane hit, I was having my gripe issues with Airbnb. <laughs> nice segue. Nice segue. <laughs> No, but we no, but like I found out a slick little cancellation policy they have in place Ooh. to where they make money. Uh-oh. And it kind of threw me for a little loop. So okay. Getting finessed by Airbnb, Airbnb. Yeah. So okay. This woman tried to come to town for the Texans game, right? So she booked a couple days ago. She wanted to come to town for the Texans game. From where? From Tyler, Texas. Oh, okay. okay. But the Texans game got canceled. Because all the Texas, because the NFL's donating to Hurricane Harvey, whatever. Yeah, yeah. All right, cool. Uh, she was like, she canceled. I had a moderate on there, so she wouldn't have got her money back if she canceled. So she canceled, and when she told me the reason, and I seen the reason, I already had a feeling. I'm like, okay, she's probably going to cancel because I already seen, I got the notification of my game. Hey, Houston's underwater. Houston Texans aren't going to play at the Cowboys Stadium right, or whatever. Right. So I'm like, okay, cool. So when she canceled, I was like, okay, no problem. So she went to the resolution center, asked her for her money back, and I was like, "Oh, no problem." I, I sent her a message, "Hey, I got you. I'll send you your money back." Texas is we're kind of in a state of emergency right now, right? Yeah, yeah. So I, I sent her the money. She, I sent her thirty five dollars back. Now, what Airbnb sends me a message saying, "Hey, we're just going to take the thirty five dollars out of your payout, out of your next payout." 
So I'm like, hold on. This woman paid 35 bucks. Just give her her money back. Yeah. They're like, no, we're just going to take it out of your payout for your next. I'm like, <laughs> what? So I'm like, hold on. So, and I looked at her screenshots. She paid them $41, taxes, fees. So I'm like, hold on. Airbnb is about to make $41 off my cancellation because I refunded her her money back. Wow. 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 So that, in, other kinda, words, in other words, they're, they're, they're trying to get you to be more an a-hole and not give her her money back because you're not going to, you're going to get screwed. Now this is the other part. Okay. Last week, two weeks ago, or it was a week and a half ago. Cause we, yeah, week and a half ago, someone canceled my timeshare. Look, this lady booked the same day she checked in. Right. Then she canceled and says, Oh, I found out I have surgery. I'm like, you found out you had surgery today and you booked the room. Okay. Oh whatever. God. So she goes, I want all my money back. Oh, I'm like, I, I, I'm not kind of hesitant on my timeshare because I have to put up money to get the room, right? So I'm like, uh, well, the cancellation policy strict. I'm like, just take it up with Airbnb and cancel, but I'm not going to cancel it for you since you supposedly had surgery. You've just booked this room, right? right so, okay, whatever. Right. She goes up, cancels the room. Airbnb comes to me saying she sent us documentation on her surgery. We can't, we're going to refund her her money. So I'm like, okay, what about the money I put up? So I sent them documentation. They're like, well, uh, you're, it's your timeshare. We can't refund you the money. So I'm like, what? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. So I, my thing is, I think, no knock against your Airbnb, because we're all pro Airbnb here. I think Airbnb's found a way to make extra money off cancellations. Cancellations. An untapped th- market, yeah. Yeah, and I never thought about that. So those strict, moderate, those cancellation policies are kind of pro Airbnb instead of pro me, because it'd be messed up to keep the woman's thirty five bucks, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Every it's Texas, we're underwater right now. Parts of us are underwater. So why can't you just give her her money back? Right, right. That, that was kind of messed up to me. I, I may have to call him about that because yeah, that was kind of that wasn't that didn't sit well with me. There, um, some people have mentioned. That they're maybe tightening their belt a little, trying to get the profits as high as it could be right before the big IPO. You know what I'm saying? Uh, what, what are they supposed to IPO? I don't. I'm not sure. But I mean, it, it has to be coming soon. You got to strike while the iron's hot, right? Yeah. Uh, before all these, every city starts doing some crazy stuff and it starts looking like a bad investment. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like the guy on the forums, the death of Airbnb. <laughs> <laughs> what was that guy's name again? That I don't, I don't know his name. No, oh, okay. That, that was, was a, a different, different guy. guy. Yeah, Who's the guy that you, you wanted to get on the show next? Oh, by, well, by the way, well, shout, shout out to James Carlson on the last oh, show. Oh, yeah. Yeah, shout out to he James. Wicked awesome dude. Yeah, yeah. Really good guy. Knows his stuff in the Airbnb market in Denver. Get with him if you're in that area. He knows his stuff. Um, we'll have links to his site. But yeah, guy named John. We're going to try to get him on the show. He, he's, a, he's a VRBO guy, guy, which is still part of the share economy, you know, but... uh he has a different take on Airbnb due to his market. So we want to kind of talk to him more about that. So So the other gonna, guy you mentioned, y'all mentioned Underwood. What was his name? Yeah, John. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. I was like, see, there's another J. There's all these J's yeah. popping James, up. James, James, John. Yeah. James, James, of, John, James, James. Yeah, it's yeah. like a... <laughs> and, and, and Al, of course. <laughs> Al, that, oh, they have a, oh, yeah. Yeah. And Jasper. Y- y'all yeah. heard the Al episode. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, Jasper. Yeah. yeah. Our, our buddy, our good friend. Jasper Rivers. Yeah. So where are you going? I'm sorry, I cut you off. No, no, um, no. 
That was it, man. It's just their little slick cancellation little, cash cow. Oh, we talked about the, had, uh, the IPO coming up. Oh, yeah. And I just heard people, you know, saying they're tightening, you know, tighten things up a little bit, getting it pretty for the IPO. You know, hey, look how many, look at all these revenue streams, look how much money we're bringing in, blah, blah, blah. And of course, we're going to all buy that stock. Yeah. All of us. And then, like last week, Airbnb was just having issues, man, all around the clock. Like, I couldn't post listings and things like that. Like, they were having glitches in their system. I'm leaving reviews. They won't show up. So, I don't know if bad last week was a bad week for them or what, but yeah, I haven't had a few gripes with Airbnb. Nice. Yeah, a, a question I asked. Um, oh, you wanted to bring up. Okay, oh, I'll finish my thought first. Go ahead. And we kind of talked about it a little bit on the last show, and it's the first question on here on our um, Apple notes, by the way. Hey, um, Apple, if you if y'all <laughs> like us dropping your name, you know, send us some products. We're cool with that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Endorse <laughs> us. We're pro Apple and we pro are. Airbnb. <laughs> Go Silicon are, Valley. We are hard, hardcore iPhoneers. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I know we can't download all the cool apps, but still, you know, you know, watch movies on our phone like some of our friends with their fancy <laughs> Androids. Anyways, <laughs> so... I asked, um, I asked, did, I directed the question at James. I said, mm-hmm. what does passive income mean to you? How do you personally define it? Passive income? I kind of look at passive income as cash flow. What I can make off of my investments and extra money sitting around to me, you know. Um, after I pay everything off, my extra cash flow and just kind of uh what what do people call it the um what's the money they call it the uh the the the, the... well Boyce Watkins always says hey if you have a job and you were an entrepreneur and one day you know they let you go or whatever you got to have some effort money that's what <laughs> passive income is to me some effort, effort money, money. Yeah, yeah some yeah. okay effort cool i'm out you know <laughs> and uh speaking of my job man what really it's crazy you asked me about passive income and having that extra income. So this last week of my job, my job laid off like 70 people. Oh, right? damn. Um, this is why I work contracts in my field. So I'm a contractor. Yeah, yeah. Um, they laid off like 70, 30 contractors and like 40 of their own employees. They let go one of one guy on my team. This guy had been with the company for like 12 years. And he always talked to me about entrepreneurship, and he was like, "I just can't get into that." And he, but his wife's real big into entrepreneurship. She has a, she's an entrepreneur, and like, but the thing is, he's the only one that's producing income or whatever. And they laid him off. Mm. And I was just thinking, and I told my wife, and we we're kind of down about it. And I'm like, we like me and my wife kind of picked ourselves up. We're like, this is exactly why we're doing what we do because. You truly can't trust these corporations, man. They they do what's best for themselves. Exactly. I mean, they don't care. You have two kids, house. You know, they don't care. You know, your number. Stuff. Your number. Exactly. This is exactly what your number. So, and that really like motivated me and my wife to get our upstairs going, start producing more income. Because you can even look at two things as okay, this is a downfall, or this is a learning experience. You know. Yeah. So that's what passive income to me. If if I get laid off tomorrow. Okay, cool. I got other streams of income. I have time to go get another contract. You know, that's what it is to me, man. Financial freedom. Oh, there you go. And it's not, I guess it's not really, in in that sense, it's not really passive because you're working to build those income streams and to maintain them, right? It's not just, 
I'm putting my money in Apple stock and leaving it there. That's like that's what I would think was the ultimate passive. It's just money that's just in, invested in the stock market and just whatever. Rolling and rolling and rolling. You know, and you're not doing anything to it, right? That's kind of the most extreme yeah. example of passive income, I would yeah, think. Yeah, that is. Unless you're an active... Well, that, okay, let's say you put it in a mutual fund, and for example. Just grows for Because if, if you're a day trader, then that's different. You're actually studying working. And, and, and working a bunch of hours to get... To make like that half a percent more than most people do. <laughs> yeah. The the only passive income I would say is probably from what can I call it passive income? I was gonna say from my condo. I don't really call that because I don't think it's it's just a check every month. You know what I mean? Right, right. Um Yeah. Until, until um, that lady is she's the same lady still there? Yeah. Okay. How long is she gonna yeah. be there for? It's supposed to be till November, but I put her on a month to month. Uh, okay. instead of a lease so yeah, she's yeah. pretty cool because she was like i work contracts and like she she's kind of in the same field as me it's just i'm in it she's the nursing but she works contracts kind of like i do so she's like she's like if she's been a good tenant for like a few months so i'm like hey don't even worry about the lease we'll just do month to month money keeps coming in that's a beautiful thing dude yeah it's a beautiful thing and, and that's the thing about it like it's good to have a good tenant because i know you always get the tenant blues <laughs> <laughs> you know last time um the last payment I received, because I told you I opened that Chase thing, that Chase yeah. account, Chase Bank, make it easier for them, and um, and so and so the last the last check I was like I texted her the day before, hey, you know, tomorrow the rest of the rents due, you know, please pay. <laughs> why should I? Why should, yeah, please, poor, please, I don't want to call you and text you again, and um. And I I didn't hear I didn't get any response from the text message and I was like whatever, went to sleep went to work the next day and and boop like um uh, uh the thing from Chase Bank a little um uh, pop up whatever indicator, okay your 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 um account is has this much money in it now and it paid the full thing, what and I was like on time the freaking day it was due, and I was there like, you go man you're getting a good runner. <laughs> <laughs> But as my house slowly deteriorates, uh, it's I don't all know. Good. Maybe your maybe your uh, boyfriend's out and he's selling drugs again. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> but bad. No, just joking. Dark humor. <laughs> gonna make a meth lab in my house. Gonna go kaboom. Oh, okay, back on yeah. track. We're out. I love this show, man. Yeah. I love this. This it, we're all over the map. We're like we go. We start off a somber, you know, Houston thing. <laughs> And then we we segue into your um your gripes about the fees, right? Yeah, yeah. And then we talk about <laughs> meth labs in our houses blowing up. I mean, we're just all over the place, and that's what I love about it. It's like I'm working a a butt ton of hours right now, and you know we have a new baby. Uh, and I'm the sole income uh, bread maker of the family. We got mm-hmm. the income from the rental, and it's been frustrating the rental, and um. And yeah, it's just uh, I just been working a lot of hours, job that I'm not. It's it's okay. I'm just not really crazy about, and um, and I just I come home and I'm tired and I will have to wake up at four thirty in the morning and do it again. You know, twelve hours every day, one day off a week. I'm tell- I'm hitting it pretty hard right now. One day off a week. One day off a week. Yeah, I've been working overtime on my day off and then plus overtime every day, four hours every day, trying to. Yeah, trying to get a lot because we're trying to buy that third house, which is one step closer to the whole passive income, financial freedom thing. Yeah, and just yeah, so, so I'm just worn out. But then when we hit record on this thing, it's just like this is my like 
this is my like zen space man i could yeah. just like like let loose and just um just enjoy and just talk uh, stuff we love to talk about. I, i'm so yeah. passionate about real estate now and we all the podcasts we listen to is real estate or most of them and um and it's so exciting that we're talking about this thing this airbnb thing that's like it's the thing that's going to give us help give us freedom yeah and, and from and become our own our own businesses you know and, and it's changing it, it, i'm sorry going off on a thing but ahead, it's man. changing people's lives and and hopefully it'll it'll change our lives and it already is changing your life and um yeah i just love it that we found something that we really love to do and i can't wait to teach it to my kids you know and yeah. teach them how to or whatever find a way to make money off their passions because it's 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 you get one one freaking life right and why be miserable your whole freaking life and then hope to retire with a little chunk of change and then they put you in a dang home anyways and you and you and you fade out you know yeah i'm getting all whatever but (laughs) now that you say that uh my latest guest bought me some good information about traveling and being able to travel for free um which you already do but like living somewhere for free so here's another two good things that are coming in the share economy and he said they haven't taken off yet, but he uses it. It's a two thing called Workaway and World Packers. What they do is, like, let's say somebody in South America is building a house, and they might not have the not have the resources or not know how to do it to rebuild their house. You can go live with them for six months or however long they'll need you to rebuild their house. They'll provide food, clothes, food, shelter, and everything, and you just go over there. Uh, that's awesome yeah, dude the that's... dude who's living in my house that's what he's been doing he's been traveling all throughout europe using his skills like if you have it skills hey come live over here for x amount of time i'll pay for everything for you yeah work it's, away yeah work away dude, and that is so world sweet. packers that is awesome dude if, if people are single and young and you have sk- that's what i would tell them to do that is greatness to go see the world and get paid yes and, and for free travel yeah. free so he said pretty much he worked four or five hours, however long the guy needed him a day. After that, he was free. Go travel, walk around. Definitely do it now because especially if you're doing international, those governments don't mess around with um, pay and employees and stuff like that. So yeah, they're gonna they're gonna really? hit that one hard. Yeah, to, to for like one of us to work in a foreign country. Oh man, how many visas and hurdles you got to jump through, stuff like that. I know it's just it's just mm-hmm. a dude hiring you to help and giving you room and board, but. Uh, you're bringing in foreign workers you're that in, in a nutshell you're bringing in foreign workers without having them have a work visa and so i'm just saying Ooh. i'm just looking way in the future and uh-huh. right now it's cool yeah you do it enjoy it now youngsters or even you know people with a family they want to go vacation somewhere and the dad can work a little bit because the guy who does it he's actually retired but I, you know what i'm gonna ask him about that like Maybe do they- in the states it might not matter but like if you're going to England or something yeah. or, or Paris and they have real strict you know work work laws because their their unemployment so high and you're bringing in people from another country to work and do work on your house or your car or whatever you're bringing in foreign labor Ooh, I'm just saying right. I see I foresee a problem in the future I could like, see that too yeah, yeah. but but I want to I want to I'm gonna you know what that, that's a good question to ask him like did you have like the if there's any hoops for him to jump through because I guess I didn't think about the nitty-gritty part of it because I guess I've never really been to Europe or anything but right. that, that's actually a good point I mean there's there's laws like if you're a musician going to Europe 
and you have to have work permits, visas to, to play your instrument in another country. What? Even if they suspect that you're bringing in a guitar to make money over there, yeah, they'll they'll kick you out of the country, man. It's it's strict. You have to get everything set up right, you know, it's because they, they're really, yeah, they're hardcore about jobs, man. They don't want foreign people coming in. Taking their jobs. Taking their jobs, not paying taxes, not getting visas, stuff like that, you know. So I can just see that problem happening in the future with this website, particularly. Mm-hmm. But... um. But right now, you know, it's it's the Wild West and cool. Hopefully, it, it works out good. But uh, yeah, there's there's some there's some issues on that. I, I'm gonna see about that. Yeah, yeah. That, 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 I'm gonna I'm gonna go home and talk to that guy. Actually, yeah. Hopefully, he's still up because I'm gonna ask him about that. I never thought about that. Like the loops you would have to go through. Because I guess that's why people like America. You can just come over here, get a work visa, boom, I'm in there. Yeah, uh, you gotta apply for a work. Yeah, visa. you gotta you apply for it, it, of course. You know. But geez, that's pretty crazy. I never thought about that. Oh, people pay. Yeah, well, yeah, you pay big bucks to get over here and. And get a visa and all that. Yeah, I had to go through that with my wife, you know. Yeah. So when she got here from Mexico, I guess like about, it was like two months later, they, they sent her, her her work visa. Yeah. Her work visa. Oh, that was, was like three months. Work visa travel card. So she couldn't technically work while she's here, you know. Mm-hmm. And this is like an under the table kind of job, something like that. Definitely. But yeah, I, I see that being, a, being an issue, a big issue if people yeah. start... Doing that, you know, bringing people from other countries to come do some work at their house. <laughs> wow, know. that's crazy, man. I never thought about it. But, but uh, what other app was it? Uh, no, they're called uh, World Workaway Info and WorldPackers.com. That's what this guy uses to travel all over Europe. WorldPackers.com. Yeah, and is that the same thing? You work for somebody? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's the exact same thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. That's cool, yeah. man. Um, Another. Another thing that's uh, up up and coming in the uh, share economy is taste called Task Rabbit and Spin Lister. Huh. Task Rabbit, that's like, oh, Task Rabbit would work really good with Airbnb because you can go higher, cleaner. Oh, perfect. Yeah, yeah. yeah Task cool. Rabbit, uh, Spin Lister, you can list your bikes on there, like your pedal bikes, and people can rent them out for you. Me and my wife about to start doing that. Wow. But we're going to see if we can just only list them to the Airbnb tenants. So see how that works. You know, I actually did. This is a, uh, this is about a year or two ago. I saw, okay, this is before Trump. I don't hear much about it after Trump for whatever reason. Maybe just a coincidence, whatever. Um, but there was a, an app that actually it was designed for, for day laborers, you know? Like, you know, you pick up, okay, here in Texas, the... Mexican Mexican dudes would be at Home Depots or wherever hanging out waiting for someone to Cooper Street in Arlington. Cooper hit them Street, up. big time off the racetrack. Yep. And um, and you scoop them up. You need something done at your house. Scoop these guys up. You know, pay them some money. Give them some beers. You know, you get a discount if you speak Spanish. And <laughs> <laughs> and then um, yeah. And then you you pay them and drop them back off afterwards. You know, and they're they're called day laborers. And um, there actually someone created an app where you can take a picture of your of your face and say, uh, I'm Juan or whatever, you know, whatever name. <laughs> Just say, I work, I, these are my skills, boom, boom, boom. So the guy that you need work at your house, you can look at this, this website and pick up a day labor, which most of the time are undocumented immigrants. Wow. And so, uh, after, okay, that was pre-Trump. Post-Trump, I don't hear much talk about that anymore because, you know, I don't know if, <laughs> You want to put yourself on blast with all the ice ice guys out there, you know, chasing people down right now. So um, that possible. Well, I don't know. You think you can still blow? Okay. Do you think that's kind of why some states are anti share economy? 
And, um, what? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think so. Because you can start doing stuff like that. Like, yeah, you know, Uncle, you can totally circumvent Uncle Uncle Sam. Yeah, he don't yeah. pay attention until he starts losing money. Um, yeah, it's true. Yeah. Uh, and you know, back on the okay, the, the hurricane right now passed through Houston, and it's underwater. All this stuff, and people, you know, there's refugees. People need shelter. Mm-hmm. And in our state, okay, let's say a state like Oregon is, you would say more progressive, right? Um, more in Texas, left, more left. Yeah, yeah, definitely more left. Liberal. You yes, know, very. We'll we'll help out the undocumented. We're not going to try to deport everybody. Yeah, and um. <laughs> On the news, I was watching the news. I don't. I don't. I'm trying to make this all political. I'm just saying we, we talked about day laborers, but on the right now, it's the, the way things are with um, people. That are, you know, people, friends. You know, are, are scared because of, of, of Trump. You know, trying to yeah. all his you know big talk and stuff like that. And and um, I'm I'm not saying I'm uh, I'm not trying to be on either side of the argument. I'm just saying what I see in my community. And um, and yeah, even on the news, if you've been watching the news, which is all over the news, is about the flood, right? There's these um, um, uh, what are they called um, centers that they, the people that are opening it up for to people to stay at with cots and you know, yeah. you know what are they called uh, uh, shelters the, shelters yeah, yeah shelters and and they're on the news and these and it's crazy because you see this cops you know talking to the to the camera and saying we're not here to deport anybody or check anybody's we're just trying to help we just want to help so don't be afraid to come get help you know it's like yeah. do we even have to say that that's kind of that's kind of weird, you know, like pulling someone from the flood and, oh, that got to send you back. You know, kind of it's kind of like it kind of hurts to hear it in a way how, yeah. how things have totally kind of changed since yeah. someone became president. But, yeah, that's the new it's the new normal right now. A lot of wow. a lot of a lot of crazy stuff going on in this country. Dang, man. I didn't know that was going on. Like, yeah, yeah. checking but, visas in the water now. But I mean, dang. I mean, but I have I have friends that are Trump supporters. I have friends that are not Trump supporters, and I, yeah. I'll listen to everybody and I'll talk with everybody. But I'm just throwing out there what what we're seeing, what we're experiencing in this in this time in this yeah. you know day and age. Yeah, especially with Hurricane Harvey going on, because there's there's a huge Hispanic population, and especially in some parts of Houston. If some parts of Houston you go to, if you can't speak Spanish, uh, good luck. You know, <laughs> yeah, no, seriously, you know. True. <laughs> forward too yeah yeah exactly irving yeah i mean well you know yeah uh, i hope ice isn't listening to this by the way <laughs> where did you say they were uh anyways back to like off this um political weirdness yeah. going on um you, you put danny glover uh on the notes yeah danny glover is now I, I didn't really get to read the article i just seen the article title and i was like oh this looks pretty cool so i guess the gist of it is they're using danny glover to uh, attract more minorities or African Americans to the Airbnb market, which huh. I didn't know there was a, a void. Uh, me neither. I don't know where they came up with that. So, I guess what they do is they just kind of put a face on it so it looks more appealing. Yeah, you can relate to Danny Glover, right? <laughs> yeah, I guess. I don't know. Like, I, I I never knew they were avoiding it out. Like, yeah, we ain't hitting up no Airbnbs, you know. Yeah. But, um. I think Airbnb kind of took care of that themselves with, you know, people saying, hey, if you're discriminating, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But, yeah, so I guess they're going to – Airbnb. Danny Glover is going to be advising Airbnb on things. So I don't know what that means. <laughs> okay. Exactly. I don't know so what that means. Apparently he's not getting too old for this. Shh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
Danny um, G. Also, uh, Airbnb tied up with Jet Airway, I heard. Jet Airway? Yeah. What, what's up with that? I guess they're tied up together. You can get like a discount if you book through, if you get your flight through Jet Airways. I'm not sure. Don't take what I'm saying is definitive, but yeah, I guess you can book flights with Air, Jet Airway and get a discount on an Airbnb, I guess, from what I'm hearing. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Airbnb's doing a lot of stuff, you know, and I guess that's kind of why they're raising their prices on us. Yeah, man. Finessing the hosts, bro. Yeah. <laughs> that was your that was what you wrote. My gripe with Airbnb overcharging fees. Yeah, man. That was one of them. But uh other than that, good news with Airbnb. What's uh that? we got What's my that? room B fully upgraded. Room B. My room M is coming. I know everyone's like, Why well, you have an M? Micah, uh, the no. uh, well, <laughs> oh, it's my son's old room, so Malachi, oh, okay. I guess. But Malachi. we're we were, we just couldn't find a C. That's what it was. So we're like, hey, we're all M's. Let's put an M up on the room. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that we makes sense. Yeah, you know, couldn't find a C, so we said we use the M. But uh, that's gonna be our best room. Once we have pictures of that, that's gonna take us to the next level. And on then, and popping. Yeah, in October 9th, our upstairs Dallas Cowboy college football suite is coming so wow october 9th so you might you that's, that's the thing going back to um i want to make my house in arlington my current house in arlington the like uh i, I was thinking yeah dallas cowboys theme but i'm like ah, what if some redskins fans come to town you know they might want to <laughs> don't don't make it a theme just put in your list and hey if you want to come for a game it's crazy when as soon as i updated my list and hey you want to come for a game great location Someone came and booked that Houston Texans game, but it got canceled. Oh, yeah. yeah. They were just going to stay for two days, and I upped the charges, and they paid for it. So I was like, dang. Wow. Yeah. So i ready for my upstairs suite. Speaking of places, how's the house coming? It's coming, dude. Uh, I've got most of all the documents in, and um, I think we'll be, we'll see the closing date September 22nd. Right now, uh, today is August 30th, right? Yeah. They wanted a, the, the people living there wanted a little extra time to um to move out and i told you that i i I even asked them i told my agent ask them if they're gonna if they want to sell the furniture they had nice furniture there okay and um i said well they only want to sell the dining room table with the chairs and a table that's um like a little um uh in the kitchen there's got a little table with some with some tall chairs you know one of those kind of things and i said okay well how much are they selling those for it goes the dining room table four hundred and fifty (laughs) dollars And Whoa. and I see those on Craigslist all day long at a hundred, hundred and fifty. Exactly. Know? People getting rid of those left and right, and then the other little table, one hundred and fifty dollars. So they're they're looking. They wanted to get some big bucks right off the bat. You Finessing. Know? Yeah, I, <laughs> I, was like, I was thinking more like you know ten dollars over here. You know? <laughs> but it wasn't even. And the thing is, and, and and you have a nice house, and from from what I've seen, and the thing is, uh, like. Even the, I mean, the, it was a nice dining room table, and I just, I just, I've been to friends' houses, and my brother that has a a, di- a formal dining room, you know, mm-hmm. with the the china, and has the dining room table and the and the nice chairs, and they never freaking use it, dude. That's they, why I turned mine into a computer room. That's exactly what I wanted to do. I want to. <laughs> that's that's all. I told my wife this is going to be the the live let thrive room you know we'll have a nice sofa in there to chill out guests come by we can have everything set up nice right now you know we just did have everything everywhere you know but um we're gonna have it set up nice just just for that purpose and then like a chill room come home just 
plop on the couch, you know, something cool. Because yeah, cause a dining room table, no one, us, our generation don't use that crap. They don't. And me and my wife, we're going to use the kitchen table for like family dinners or whatever. But like the dining room table, uh, yeah, like so what we did, we're actually, it, the extent, the add-on to that, we're going to enclose it. Because ours isn't enclosed. We're going to enclose it for our office because sometimes we have Airbnbs come down. Yeah. And they're just kind of like, looking at you. I was with you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They were so, like walking behind you and stuff. Exactly. <laughs> So we kind of going to get rid of that. So we kind of want to enclose it. We're going to put a wall there, paint, and then put some stuff in there. So, you know, a little bit more privacy. That's cool, man. And yeah. in this day and age of I want open, open everything, you want to actually close something. That's pretty yeah. neat. Yeah, yeah. Going old school a little bit, you know. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I remember my um, my my grandma's house, and, and she lived in, in Haltom City back over close by here back in the day. Well, they're from South Texas, but then they... They moved there, and this is a while back. Um, God rest her soul. And she, and so they, um, the 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 way they made this. First of all, they made these houses back then. They were they weren't they weren't the they weren't big houses, you know. They were on all of them were in like I don't know those in that in that area halts them what, like eleven hundred twelve hundred square foot, you know, mm-hmm. three little three bedroom house, uh, one car garage kind of thing, and. Um, but they put so many freaking doors in those houses, man. Like, wow. like little hallway door, a door for each side of the oh, living yeah. room. You know, it's old school, <laughs> little old old lady house, you know? Yeah. And we ended up taking all those doors off the hinges because why do you want so many freaking doors everywhere, yeah, yeah. you know? Back Open then, space. that was just the style back then. But the thing is, they each, all those houses in, uh, came with like a half acre of yard, dude. They used Damn. to give big yards back then. Yeah, you go yeah. to Haltom City, like, you know, stuff like that. But now, now it's micro yards. You know, there's yeah. some houses that don't have any any yard. You can touch the fence from your <laughs> from the yeah, back patio. Literally, because you know? I, I my okay, because I'm from Oregon. We have huge backyards. You really, get, Oregon? Yeah, Oregon and Washington. Yeah, you got they have big huge, backyards. Yeah, especially Washington. Washington, you have a huge backyard. You, I thought it's like space is a premium over there. Well, I mean, now yeah. it is, right? Probably is now. But like the houses that are already built, we could literally in my parents' backyard, they have a. A storage shed that someone could live in, and also <laughs> one of the balcony decks that extend out where you can go down the stairs with a child slide on it, and they could still pretty much fit a baseball field back there in their backyard God, with all this. Yeah, no. that, their their backyards are huge out there. People people build tree houses like homemade tree houses in backyards. Nice, that's yeah. awesome, dude. Just yeah. let the kids out, run around. You know exactly. That's, that's awesome, man. Um, now. Here, I don't have any backyard. I have a patio which we manually built. Uh-huh. We had we built a patio which took up most of our backyard because this weekend's my son's birthday birthday party, and we're gonna have to kind of scramble for space. So <laughs> we're gonna put up a tarp and things like that. But yeah, you're scrambling for space, man. And wow. oh, the backyard's about to get smaller because we've decided to get a hot tub. Okay, that's a back to hot tubs, man. Yeah, I love me some hot tub. So. We were looking for all these hot tubs, right? We're like, dang, these things are kind of expensive. And while we were furnishing room M, we seen like, they like start showing you random stuff. We just seen some hot tubs. So we're like, hmm, hot tub that's already used. And they're going for like two grand, seven seaters. Companies on there selling their old hot tubs to get their new inventory in. And me and my wife were like, why didn't we just think to buy a used hot tub? We buy everything else off Facebook Marketplace and offer up. So we yeah. start going through. We start finding them. So we're 
we're going to try to get a hot tub in the next few months. Or next, let's say a few weeks. So if we can have a hot tub while the Cowboy, while the stadium's hot, throw oh, a hot tub snap. back there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that could be cool. Just man. first, uh, a used hot tub, you might want to bleach the hell out of it. Oh, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> definitely. Yeah, because the... the I'm going to try to buy it from, I know this guy, I met him on Facebook Marketplace, he's a hot tub salesman, so he'll come clean it, make sure it works for you, and get everything up and running, he'll deliver as well, so. Beautiful, beautiful. I, yeah. <laughs> that's one of the things I liked, uh, I lived in apartments back in the day, of course, I think we yeah. all did our apartment tour, and um, and I lived at these apartments that was like on the third floor, and it was overlooking the hot tub. <laughs> yeah. So, I had entertainment some nights, man, it was... <laughs> Most of it's discreet. You know, they'd be at the corner doing their thing. Whatever. I'd be out there chilling and drinking a beer. And wow. um, <laughs> I'd have entertainment a lot of nights. And and so, um, and one time, the, uh, I'll go ahead. Yeah, we're, we, we do. We, we talk what we want on the show. We got grown-ups listening to the show. Kids don't listen to real estate podcasts, do they? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I hope not. Well, this guy was just... No shame, this dude. He had her sitting up on the side. Wow. You know, man. just standing. Not even like, I mean, like, there was no discreet in there, just like going crazy. And I was just like, you know, bravo. And uh, and then they get done and they walk, both walk out of the hot tub buck naked and go back to their wherever wow. they were. Wow. In the apartment complex? Like, man. In the part, middle, where like in the middle of a cluster of apartments. And so. I've seen some I've seen some hot tub um experiences um and by the way it's harder than it looks to <laughs> if, from what I've heard honey if my wife's listening um it's it's a it's a difficult um yeah, t- wow just like just like, like just like the movies you know they show the, the shower scenes it looks all romantic man never like that in the show like, <laughs> just like um what was his name from the from the kings of comedy Remember uh, the one that passed away? Uh, oh, Bernie Mac. Bernie Mac. And he talked about that. He's like, man, you know, she's like, my wife's want me. Let's go take a shower together. He goes, and, it, and you think, man, he goes, this is how it's going to turn out. She's going to be getting the water in her. I'm going to be on the side of this, on the end of the tub, freezing my ass. <laughs> that's, like, that's pretty true. It's yeah, pretty. You know, I'm just waiting for your turn works. to get the water, right? But dang, I guess, hey, just like James Guest, he said, he said they were using this house for a uh, kind of a brothel husband and wow. wife. Like a, hopefully they were married, you know? Yeah, you know what I'm just saying. Hey, like, people hey. need to add some spice. He so, just told you know. her, don't, don't tell me these things, you know? <laughs> just do what you do. And and that's and that's a reason, like, when we start Airbnb, my, my, my wife was concerned with... Um, well, there are people going to be sleeping in our bed, blah, blah, blah. And that was why I told you, well, we'll keep an extra bed. We'll leave it in the garage. That'll be our bed. And then that, that'll be the Airbnb guest's bed. And then, you know, when we get back from we're out of town or something, we'll put our bed back in there. Not simple solution, you know? Yeah. And so, um, I mean, you know what? Um, sex is like half of life, right? There you go. you can't be born without someone of having done it, right? Yeah. So we'll, we'll 90, tackle it. We'll 90, tackle it a little bit. 90% and we did. of life. And we're discreet. We're, we're kind of, you know, we're not saying these big words, but we're just, it's part of it, man. And people yeah. are going to be getting frisky at your Airbnb. This, that's, that's a good topic, actually. What? People getting frisky at your Airbnb. And people, and how to? I heard uh, how to deal with that. I've I've heard stories, man. I've heard stories. I've heard stories about the people doing the one night stay thing. 
Like the people the, with the one the night hookups. stay. Yeah, the, the people who have one night stays on their Airbnbs where you can check in late. My, mine's like that, but I haven't had the, the late night screwers come in. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had it. I've heard other people complain about them, but I haven't had them. But like, I guess in my listing, you would could kind of allow it because I do the – you can check in late. And then I'll just send a code to, and you can come in and go to your room. But I haven't had to deal with them, so. Well, maybe you're not advertising right. That's true. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to keep my Cowboys advertisement up there. <laughs> room X. <laughs> Hookup Central. <laughs> yeah. The, da- the download route. The download room. You know. Yeah, definitely. No, right. no, 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 no. <laughs> so back. Back on topic. Yeah. I don't know what on topic means anymore. We're just all over the place. We're so Spe- Oh, speaking of advertising like to certain people, I was thinking kind of like how Al Williamson said changing the way you advertise and using Airbnb is just a stepping stone. Uh, I was thinking how to advertise like how I want to advertise my upstairs room. I was thinking maybe get a hold of out of town or out of state season ticket holders. And advertise your room directly to them. Wow. So you'll always have a guest. Dude, that's a great idea. I know. That's a great idea. Me and my wife were talking about it. So how do you find these people? That's what I, that, that was my next step of going into it. It's like, okay, how would I get like a list? Maybe I could call the stadium. Like, hey, you have a list of people who kind of have to travel far in their season ticket holders. Because what does a season ticket holder do? If they're not going to go to the game, they give their ticket away. Right, right. So then you always have someone in your room. Because, like, our, our new upstairs is going to hold six people. Getting yeah. six people, that's easy. Nice, nice. Good I know. Idea. It's just like with the corporate rentals, going instead of going through the corporate rentals, go straight to the traveling nurse, to the hub. You know, you know, and, and with the tickets thing, I guess, I guess um, the first, uh, man, old school share economy would be StubHub, right? That's like an old school share economy thing going on people yeah, couldn't right. go to games they threw their season tickets on StubHub, and i and i have friends that that have you know texas rangers tickets for example yeah. baseball there's 162 baseball games right a yeah. ridiculous amount of games i don't know why there's so many but anyways they people can't go to all half that would be here in in, yeah. in arlington people can't go to all 80 some odd games 80 whatever 81 games yeah and so they're gonna there's be times they can't go and so they automatically have an account with StubHub. So whenever they know they can't go, boom, they hit a button and they're on StubHub, you know, right away, instantly. Yeah. What so. if you can like include that, like kind of get something where your housing is included as well? Like, cause I've, I've had guests, I've had two guests, three guests. I've had a lot of guests stay for the uh, Ranger games. Oh, nice. I had nice. a girl stay for the Ranger game, left out and drove up to Minnesota. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I know. That's pretty crazy. So, that's see, yeah. That's hey. See, that's where the share economy. You know, learn stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. By the way, James Carlson, I'm sorry about my joke about the the Denver Nuggets. I know, <laughs> I know that they're um, an NBA um, basketball team. So, not a D league. Yeah. <laughs> They're D League since they you lost. Gotta take a dig at, at my Mavs, man. What's up with that? They're D League now since they lost Carmelo Anthony. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you know that's over with for them. It's been a minute, anyways. So, yeah. So yeah, sports, sports is big time. Yeah, it ties yeah. in, tie it into your Airbnb. People travel for their teams, man. They do. People travel, for especially their teams. for the Cowboys. Cowboys. That's really why Cowboys are America's team. Yeah, People and I used travel. to drive down um, 
uh, division all the time. And 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 Jerry Jones is smart. A smart mm-hmm. dude. They're making a killing off the damn parking lots, dude. They're, exactly. they're making a killing. You know what I do? What was that? I advertise from my house how far the Uber ride is and how much you can save oh, on parking. Because nice. I tell them in my listing, hey, if you want to avoid the parking fees, just take an Uber from my house and back. It's less than parking. Less than parking. Plus, you can get your drink on. Exactly. You know? That's what you're doing at a game. You're drinking. You yeah, know? you're drinking. Yeah, you're drinking yeah. $10 beers. Exactly. <laughs> <Thank> you, Jerry. <laughs> that, you know what? I might start providing beers. Uh, don't say that. Yeah, I don't think. Never mind. Wanna, no, yeah, I'm not. That's, I'm that's not going to start providing beers. <laughs> <laughs> edit point. Yeah. Um, edit. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was I going to say? The um, oh, anyways, the off division on the be the south side of the stadium, south east side of the stadium. Mm-hmm. There's a huge parking lot, and it's all RVs out there, man. That's RV parking, man. They tailgate. people come and stay for a few days and stuff, and people mm-hmm. tailgate. But they there's specifically a whole parking satellite area, just crammed full of RVs. You'll see them when the games happen. Yes, yeah. yeah. So he's making bank. I don't know how much he charges mm-hmm. to do RV. I don't know if it's RV hookups. I just see whole rows and rows of these RVs that come yeah. for the games. See, I can't wait to get my upstairs going. Like, I wish my upstairs was going right now because yeah. this weekend's huge in Texas because Florida and Michigan play at the stadium. Oh, for nice. College football kickoff. Nice. Yeah. Now, if, if we have any gas here still. <laughs> Man, that's something to think about. Cause you like, said I guess, Arlington is dry and no yeah, gasoline in Arlington? Arlington's all dry. All of Arlington? I don't know all of it, but okay. when my wife went, it was dry. So... Uh, people in Texas, I know you're not hearing this right now, but yeah, go get you some gas. Go get you some gas. Um, I, I'm, I have a little idea of how we could kind of turn that into kind of profitable if people don't have gas. How's that? You have a truck, drive up to Oklahoma, gas up about 50 cans or however many can fit on the back of your truck, come back, sell it. Huh. Not a bad idea, but they'll start getting affected by this thing too because a lot of the gas comes from... Um, from Houston, right? The refineries and it comes yeah. up this way. I wonder so, if Arkansas is going to get hit. I don't know. I'll, I think, I'll, I'll call it's around. just the, pan, the the paranoia right now going on. People loading yeah. up. Everybody wanted to fill up today because they yeah. it started a rumor. Oh, we're going to be short on gas, and everybody just started hitting up the taking gas, gas cans too. I, and, I, I'm going to, to tomorrow, which means tomorrow everybody filled up today. So tomorrow is going to be not a lot of people filling up. I mean, unless yeah. they didn't get any today. I ain't gonna lie, I'm kind of par- not paranoid, but I'm kind of I'm not really a prepper. Uh-huh. I'm kind of am, because uh, I do try to keep thirty things of water in my house at all times. But huh. what I'm going to do is, I am gonna go take a gas can up there and fill up two gas cans. That's a good just idea. in case. Good yeah. idea. And a sawed-off shotgun, you know, in case the and the, the S goes yep. down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm serious, man. Get away from my gas. <laughs> uh, you said prepper. I automatically thought, man, okay, you're going to have – my plan is to accumulate houses and Airbnb them, you know, uh-huh. if I, I – I'd love to do them that way so I can I can still have these properties and people, you know, I'll still – I can use them whenever I want to use them. That's mm-hmm. a great thing. And um, – but this – it's a great way if these if, – especially if these houses have garages because, I don't know, you can close off access to the garage and let the people people – probably don't even care if they're going to get a garage or not anyways right yeah. they just want a place to park and um so it'd be like uh if you're a prepper if you're into that 
be a great way to be a prepper by accumulating these Airbnb properties and keeping all your prep, you know, prep stuff in yeah, there. Yeah, that's a good idea. Right? Yeah. And you can bounce and the heat gets hot over here. You can bounce to the next house, you know. You got your other Airbnb. And then I've always thought like in Texas, it would cool, be cool to build like a basement or an underground house under your house huh. for prepping purposes. Nice, nice. Yeah, it, it's something to do, but it has something to do with our soil. Why it's it's hard to do that? Why yes. we don't have basements here? The, the soil's clay. Okay. In Texas, and that's why there's so many foundation issues. Like the first thing any realtor is going to tell you when you buy a house in Texas is get the foundation inspected because oh, all yeah. this foundation shifts in Texas. Right, right, right. Yeah. And so, um, a lot of the a lot of people like here in Texas, you know. Uh, Let's say let's say Oklahoma or wherever they have they all have their tornado shelters. We and that's mm-hmm. a, that's the thing we don't have tornado shelters. A lot of people don't have tornado shelters or yeah. we don't have underground ones here. Yeah, or even in our house, but we get freaking tornadoes all the time. Yeah, man. we do. And so and I'm even thinking about it because people are building these like concrete like closet in the middle of their house. Like it's like yeah. a closet, but then they afford to get it pay someone to get it yeah. fortified with concrete. They put like some bunk beds or whatever in mm-hmm. there. And they put like, um, you know, they prep a little, got some snack or food and stuff in there and like a TV in case a tornado comes, you know, they get it, they yeah. all get in there and they all chill out, you know, just watch TV, whatever. Yeah. If See, it get hit, it gets hit. If, I mean, it, it, at least they're in a, in a fortified structure as sure yeah. it's above ground, but it's still concrete fortified with winds up to whatever they say. Yeah. And, um, I thought it was pretty cool. And it's a little bitty room and then all the whole family can get in there. And yeah. Chill. Cause me and my wife were talking about doing that because when we had, I think it was a couple, few months ago. When we had that eighty-five miles per hour winds come through, we had to sleep under our uh, under our stairs, and like we woke up, patio furniture's thrown to hell, uh, barbecue grills flipped over, all the fences are down. So yeah, I- I'm actually thinking about I need, may need to do that to the under under my stairs, like turn into like a kind of concrete area, concrete it, that's especially yeah. here because we like last year around this time I think we had an earthquake. Oh, yeah, <laughs> we had an earthquake. Uh, I felt it. The funny part was it happened on my son's birthday, September 3rd last year. Oh, wow. Yeah, because all my family was here. And was, I remember it because I was sitting on the toilet and we had an earthquake. Yeah, I'm sitting on the <laughs> you toilet. Just thought you like, had, like, had eaten some <laughs> bean burritos yeah. or something. Yeah, man. I'm sitting on the toilet and I'm looking at my phone. And I feel the That's moving. Everything starts moving. Like people are flipping out in Texas, but <laughs> I'm from the Northwest. We have earthquakes. They didn't really. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah so yeah. me, I wasn't really shook up by it. But a tornado, I'm out of here, man. Man, yeah, that's those are scary, dude. Those Hell are yeah, freaking scary. And um, so yeah, that's that's ways to use our Airbnbs to save our arses, our lives, right? Uh huh. <laughs> you, you talked. We we're talking about items left behind, and you, Coca Cola, mashed potatoes, and prescription pills, man. Kinda. Yeah, those are the first. Well, the second or third pieces of items left behind in my uh. House hack Airbnb is all start calling it. Yeah, yeah. She left behind her prescription pills. We took them to her, and and I touched on I, I touched on the on the last Airbnb um, Airbnb episode on the last Live Let Thrive episode <laughs> um, fourteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we touched on it. Uh, my Turo experience. Oh, and yeah. I, I, I I told you the, the ins and outs, but man, yeah. That's, uh, to go more in depth with that, I got um. So me and my me and my wifey and uh, the the two the two kiddos you know mm-hmm. are my daughter my ten year old daughter and our daughter the uh, our three month old uh, Lucia uh, mm-hmm. so my ten year old's cadence 
three-month-old is Lucia. We all did a little family trip to South Padre Island. So we hopped on a plane that Sunday, and um, and we and we arrived at uh, McAllen Airport, which is about an hour and 20 minutes drive from from um, South Padre Island. So we're like, well, all the cars were all the cars. You know, I usually I usually rent a car there, right? Mm-hmm. And it's um around 30 35 bucks a day you know whatever plus all the dang taxes they throw you know there's an airport tax there's this city taxi yeah they tax the hell out of rental cars and um they do and that's that's a that's a that's an interesting topic because what's the, whenever cities want to raise money who do they tax hotels and rental cars and now Turo is like the they're on the when kind of like when airbnb first started out they weren't getting yeah. taxed right Mm-hmm. So Turo ain't getting taxed. So you say, here's your, you know, I rented a car for five days for 20 bucks. It's hundred bucks. And the Turo fee is $10. You know, I don't get all these outrageous taxes and fees like the rental car companies charge me. I think that's a good idea for now. What could Turo for can now. do? Like kind of what, yeah. yeah, what Airbnb did, just stack up all that money under the radar. Right, and right. And then, okay, we got all this money stacked. We don't mind paying taxes. You know what I mean? Yeah. If, if Turo stays under the radar long enough, um, I even hear see people on Facebook talking about Turo. So I think Turo's on the rise. So I think once Turo becomes that car rental place like Airbnb's that home renting place now, once Turo becomes that, yeah, they're going to start getting hit with the tax rules where they're oh, either yeah. going to choose, hey, we're going to play by the rules or we're not going to play by the rules. Yeah, so my, my Turo experience, I um, here it goes. So... We land um, that Sunday morning, right? And even even at the airport, I saw that or our flight, it, you know, it showed that we're going to actually get there. I, oh, I'm able to, to use my phone on the airplane because I, I have T-Mobile and you can, when you fly on American Airlines, you have T-Mobile, you can use the internet and, you know, and you can text and everything for free. Yeah, because you were texting me while you were in the air. Yeah, right. I text you on the air. And so anyways, I, I, the, the pilot came on and said, yeah, we're going to, we're, we're supposed to arrive at 11. And mm-hmm. so... Yeah, we're actually going to arrive uh, uh, to 10.20, around 10.20. So we're going to be early. I was like, oh, cool. I texted, I started texting the dude, hey, you know, uh, we're going to be there a little early. We'll be there at 10.20, you know, if you can get there, whatever. Okay, no problem. That's all I heard, right? So anyways, we land, we get our bags, and I start texting him, right? And so um, so we get there. We, by the time we got our bags, at 10.30. I didn't hear nothing. I was texting him, hey, did you, you know, you there? <laughs> what, like, what time was he supposed to drop uh, it off? You know, he was supposed to drop it off at 11. So I was fine with waiting till 11. Okay. Cool. But on the plane, it seemed like no problem. You know, we'll be kind of, when he said no problem, I thought, okay, I just assumed, oh, maybe he'll get there early for us. You know, I told him plenty of time. Well, as soon as the ta- captain told us, you know, because we took off like at nine uh, something and, and then the captain got on and said, well, we should be there a little early, but I'm predicting about 1020 or whatever. So I texted him right away and said, okay, yeah, no problem. And so I just assumed, okay, he might be there early for us. That's cool. You know, he don't have to. And I wouldn't be mad if he said, oh, yeah. I can only be there at 11, whatever. So anyways, um, but it kind of got our hopes up when he said, okay, no problem. And so we got there, got our bags and started texting him, texting him, nothing, nothing, nothing. I started calling him. It was straight to voicemail, straight to voicemail. <laughs> I'm getting kind of nervous. He's supposed to be there at 11, right? And, and I can't get a hold of him. And so it's already, you know, 1040. We're waiting outside. It's kind of warm outside. We have all these bags. Uh, 1050. Okay. I said, well, well, he said he'll be here at 11. So I know his phone ain't on. Apparently he's not messaging me through the Turo app or nothing. 
and um or his because i have his you know cell phone too mm-hmm. and he's not messaging me at all and so um uh, returning my call he's not answering the calls I'm like okay this is weird but i'm start, i started getting that creepy feeling man he's i hope he didn't stiff us i hope this isn't like a a, <laughs> a turo drive-by you know what i'm saying yeah and um because i don't even know the ins and outs of turo if people can actually stiff people you know take yeah. their money and then somehow get away with it i don't i didn't i'm yeah. thinking all these things right so 11 o'clock approaches nothing i don't hear from i don't hear from him. and then 1105 11 10 11 15 and i'm like i oh, finally okay. i was like finally get him you know sorry he's already late I finally get a message and it's like, um, I, I've got a phone call. Well, first of all, this dude only spoke Spanish. So I'm speaking to him in Spanish, okay. which I, which made me think, well, what if someone that didn't know Spanish landed, you know, how the heck are they going to communicate with the guy, you know? Whoa. And so, yeah, it was, it yeah, was you told me that Go yeah, ahead. I told you that. And then, but it was like a friend of his that called me and said, Hey, are you, are you Steve? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I'm on my way right now. I'm away. Okay. So 10, 20, 10, it was already. It was a little bit past ten thirty. Finally, he finally pulled up. Eleven thirty. I'm sorry, eleven thirty. Yeah. Okay. It, it was. A, so it was a half hour late. But to me, I was already anticipating. You know, we landed at ten twenty. He might be there at ten twenty. So yeah. in my in my mind, it's like kind of like an hour late. Even though whatever, I waited, anticipated him being there at eleven, and then so he's only. It was a half, a little over a half hour late. Yeah. Guy pulls up. He's like, okay, here's the car. You know, kind of. And and I'm like, we got all these bags. I'm like well how do you open the trunk and it wasn't it wasn't the guy that owned the car or the guy that i was communicating with one mm-hmm. it was this other mexican dude and he um hey he's like he's just sitting there on his phone i was like hey hey man now how do we open the trunk to get you know he didn't yeah. uber man hey they hop out boom 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 let yeah. me get the trunk you know they're all professional and the car's clean and spotless and i'm used to uber and that's my yeah. share economy experience with cars is uber and um and if i get a rental car it's freaking flawless beautiful car i you know i love I, this cool easy experience and then he's like this guy's not even like saying hi or nothing he's on his phone like, he finally he came over there and he tries to open it and this and that i figured out how to open the dang trunk so i'm <laughs> pissed off even more you know i'm like this is ridiculous and i start throwing the bags in there yeah i get in the car there's a big crack on the windshield <laughs> This is a big. Like, I was like, I was like, man, and and the Turo app it tells you to take pictures of the car, take pictures uh-huh. of the gas, take pictures of the of the phone. Uh, I'm, I'm the phone of the the mileage. Yeah, right. It tells you all this stuff. And um, the car was dirty on the inside and out, dude. It was just freaking dirty car. I mean, it didn't have trash, but it was just freaking dirty. You know, it's like someone just got back from the beach. You know, like yeah. off roading on the beach or something. <laughs> and so. Um, and that dude just goes and sits on his bench, and I'm sitting here taking all the pictures, you know. Yeah. And 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 the spot it's weird because like, I guess because, I don't know. It was weird. It was because like the maybe because they got there late or something. But but at eleven, it let it. Turo gave me this. It said here, take pictures of the car, and it, I guess it has a spot mm-hmm. for it'll upload those pictures. But wow. it was already past eleven thirty, and or in about eleven forty five, by the time I took all the pictures, got it all, you know, got us all settled in, got the baby settled in. And um, and that that spot where you put the pictures was gone, and I was uh-huh. like, "Oh crap!" You know, now it's just my word, and there was no way I could send Turo these pictures. Oh. Like this is the moment I took these pictures. You know, yeah. And I was like, man, this is this sucks. You know, what if he later on comes after me and say, "Hey, there wasn't a crack here, or there wasn't you know the blah blah blah," or do, do I left they, a full tank of gas. Do they have a resolution center? Uh, they do, and I was on the phone with them before they got there. 
And so um, I haven't called him. I didn't call him afterwards because, I mean, I got the car and we went to Padre, had a good time and all that. But, but the, yeah, those pictures, I couldn't, I couldn't send them. I didn't have anywhere to send them, right? Yeah. And, um, and so I, that's what that, I was kind of worried. I was like, man, I hope he doesn't come after me saying, hey, mm-hmm. I left a full tank of gas. I took a yeah. picture of the gas. He left me with like um, three dots on there, you know, <laughs> like or, you know how yeah. it has like like ten dots going straight up, whatever ten uh, little um, yeah rectangles. Mm-hmm. It, there was like three on there. It was like less than a. It was like a third or a less a fourth of gas on there. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like, what the heck is this? Who lives it? Wow, someone's you're renting. This is your livelihood. You know, you think you're competing with the rental car people. They leave you a full tank of gas. That's what I'm saying. He's a bad host. That's all it was. A bad host. Because I mean. First thing you're going to do, if you're in Airbnb, you realize you're in competition with hotels. So if you're in Turo, first thing you're going to know is, how do rental car companies do this and how do I do it better? Yeah. They have you clean car. On lowest, time. Yeah, on time. early. See, see, that's my thing. When you said they're not on time, if I was a Turo host, I would tell the guest to come and pick the car up because... That's less liability on me. Right, right. If, if I was a Turo host, I'd be like, hey, you come pick up the car. Um, I, I realize it can be convenient, but then you're putting more liability on yourself as a host. Right. Because right. that dude's late, right? Uh-huh. I, you can't control traffic in DFW or wherever you're at. You can't control traffic. It's about being professional, but things can't come up. So I'd rather the, the liability be on the person who wants the car. You see what I mean? And, and that would work. I, I see that. Um, to me, right away, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm flying somewhere. I'm going to look at the – I'm not even going to look at the ones that don't offer free pickup. I'm going to look at the free mm-hmm. pickup ones. I'm not even going to mess with the ones I have to go to someone's house to get the yeah. car. So I think they would struggle in that mm-hmm. regard because so many of them offer free pickup. Mm-hmm. And um, But what you're saying, that would work in conjunction with um, you have your Turo linked to your um, Airbnb. And you, yeah. and you have a place in, let's say, downtown Dallas. People want to you know fly in. Yeah, they can they can get to downtown Dallas. The train there's a train at the airport to take you mm-hmm. that take you there, and then get to your spot and you have your tour waiting at the house. I, I could see that, but having someone pay for like a Uber an Uber to get to your house or wherever the car's at, and um, to get the car, I think it just adds that one more. That's true. People want to land and get the car. Like they're just so. That's how we're programmed by renting cars nowadays. Mm-hmm. We land the the cars at the airport. Boom, full tank of gas. I'm I'm starting my trip this moment. Yeah. I don't have to do another step after I did all the previous steps. That's you know a good saying? point. That's just what I'm seeing. But that's a good in, point. In conjunction with your Airbnb, yeah, it, that 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 might work. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. because yeah, if you do a pickup, ooh, that could be a bad review real quick, man. Because <clears throat> like, how you did you leave him a bad review? Well, here's the thing. I was nervous about those pictures that I couldn't upload right away, and I and and he was a response oh. on that. And I and I texted him on on um on Wednesday. I said, "Hey, dude, this hurricane's coming in. Uh, we're gonna fly out Thursday. Are you cool with that?" I mean, and and he's like, "Oh yeah, I understand. You know, you entiendo." And um, so he he um he said just. You know, what time are you flying? What time are you flying on on Thursday? And we told him our flight's at 11 a.m. We're flying out. And he's like, oh, I don't know what time I can get there and this and that. I was like, well, you know, is there a way I can leave the car in the parking lot, leave the keys in it? You have have a spare key to your car. And 
And he's like, he's like, where in the in the airport? In the airport? I was like, yeah, I'll leave it in the airport because it's a little little bitty airport, so you can yeah. park there pretty much. I think it's free, yeah. and and just park it at the airport, and I'll leave the keys inside, and then you just come with your spare key, and you can get in, and because it, it was like I said, this car was not fancy. It had the roll up, roll up, roll down windows. <laughs> there was not anything fancy on this, so <laughs> you probably didn't even need a key to get in. But anyways, so I told him, and he's like, oh, I don't have a spare key, which. Freaking livelihood, man! Wow. How do you not have? You pay one dollar and you get a spare key to your to your car, right? Yeah. All of us have spare keys, and this guy, this is his business. This is making him money, and he don't have a spare key to it. And so he said, "You know what? Just leave leave the key under the mat in the in the driver's side." <laughs> and so, and so I'm like, "You sure, man?" He's like, "Yeah." And I'm so we're communicating back and forth on on Turo. And yeah. and so it's, at least it's documenting it, right? Definitely, definitely. And so um, so I said I'll leave I'll leave the back the back door on the passenger side unlocked, and you can get in you know get in through there and unlock the doors because I don't want to just leave the the driver's side door open with the key underneath. And so um, and he said he was cool with that. And so I left the car there. We got off. We got in our plane. Got back home before the hurricane came. Which so he he was he was fine. He was responsive. Uh, towards the end of our trip and i appreciated that that he was cool with us you know dropping off a day early and doing that leaving it in the in the parking lot whatever and um and so i was like i was leery about leaving a bad review because i didn't have those those pictures to prove that i didn't cause you know damage to the car because that turo window disappeared where i could upload the pictures so i said all i all i wrote was like um um car drove good um it was, you know, I just, I left like a bland, you know, uh, like, yeah, car drove good, blah, 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 you know. What I would have done was, okay, when that thing went away, if they have a resolution center, send the pictures to the resolution center right then and there, then you could have left a review. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a good point. A yeah, because I, I, but I'm not sure how the app works. Cause I know Airbnb, you can send them pictures of whatever's wrong or okay. whatever. Yeah, there was on on the app the, the itself. Once that thing was gone, that that there was no other place to send it. So I tried to, I was I was looking into that, trying to get on their website and stuff, and um and I was actually doing making a phone call when they drove up in the Turo. So oh, I gotcha. kind of like man, I just wanted to get to the beach. My family was all kind of like drained, Tired, you know, yeah. and so we just went to the beach, and I didn't worry about it. And we and we, we didn't even use the car too much while we were on the beach, you know. Mm-hmm. A few times we did, and um, but. Yeah, I was like, man, I don't. I, that's the only thing that was hanging over my head to leave a bad review, you know. And he could throw something back. Well, he cracked my window, or he did something, you know. And I didn't want to get into a battle. And yeah. like, oh, I didn't have any. I had the proof to back it up, but they could have said, "Well, you took those pictures afterwards," or you know, I, I was just in a bad spot. I wonder if the host knew that uh, you have a certain amount of time to submit those pictures. Well, this guy, I, I would, maybe some guys would be smart enough to think something like that, but I don't think this guy, this guy would, you know. You never know, man. It's the people you don't expect that know how to finesse they the system. know how to finesse the system. <laughs> Seriously, man, I'm serious. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I don't so, know. So so I had a bad, a bad Turo experience. And I, you know, I will give them another chance. Like I was saying, you know, I can't just go off of one person. Yeah, you blame know, the I, host. Just they had a bad Airbnb. You're not going to swear off Airbnb, you know, forever. It's the host, exactly. But it's just, um, yeah, it's a new system. They got to work out the bugs. And the, the, yeah, so that was my experience. Yeah, I, I, I don't, yeah, I really wouldn't blame Tura. I just blame the host on that one. That's a bad host. I mean, you're showing up late. 
cracked windshield, dirty car. Come on, you got to know your competition. You know, I'm serious. Like, I've never picked up a dirty rental car. You know what I mean? So, well, that's Steve's and, uh, Toro one, experience. One thing that did cross my mind: Why did he send his buddy to drop the car off? I wonder. This is just me thinking as as a, the Mexican that I am. I wonder if he was. He only spoke Spanish. And McAllen Airport, South Texas, close to the border, illegal crawling with. I'm just, I'm just crossing my mind. Yeah, it just crosses my mind. Just, is, it's crawling with the immigration people and stuff like that. So maybe that's why he didn't want to go drop it did off. Does his boy speak English? No, he spoke he spoke Spanish too, but he might have been, you know, he might have been from there. A lot of South Texas speak Spanish, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was just thinking that. I wonder if that was why he didn't want to drop it off personally or whatever. That's a nice little come up. If you're not, you know what I mean? If you're not from here. If you're not from here. Yeah. Oh, anyways. I mean, but if you get bad reviews, I mean, you got to work on your business, though. Yeah, big time. So, that was my tour experience. I hope you have a better tour experience than me. If you're, Are you going to rent one from them? You I may try it? it out. Yeah. I may try it out. Like, depends on where I go. Um, usually, when me and my wife go somewhere, we go somewhere that either has good public transportation or... We can Uber somewhere, but I, I, mean, I, could, I could try to. Like, I, I don't, I barely ever get rental cars. We barely, barely ever get rental cars, ever. But okay. I, I might try it out. I like getting rental cars, especially in Europe. It's like super cheap, dude. Yeah. We, we were in uh, Barcelona and it was like 60 bucks for the whole week to have this rental car. It was a nice new car, Dang. you know? It's like stick what? shift. There's all stick shift over there, which really? I, I like driving. Real, real easy to drive stick shifts. So like and, seven um, bucks a day, right? Yeah, eight, nine cheap. bucks. Of course, they try to upsell you the insurance, but but your yeah. credit card covers you know, you know covers you in insurance. So I never get the insurance, and we drove all over. I like driving all over Europe. It's just cheap over there. Yeah. So wow, something I like to do. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I, I may try. Um, the newest one I'm trying is Spinlister. I'm gonna post my bikes in there. See what I get from that. Uh, bicycles. Yeah, bicycles. Literally. Oh, cool. What all can you post on there? Mountain bikes, BMX bikes, whatever bikes like they have. So it's all bikes. Yeah, literally. Uh, you post a scooter on there. Little um, push. You know. <laughs> I think they have like the electrical electric electric scooters. scooters? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's a spin lister. Spin. I like that, dude. Because me and my wife are like, how much if, does it cost to rent a bike on there? Fifteen dollars a day. Dude, that's half price of what the city's charged. Cities yeah. charge thirty bucks a day for bikes, right? Really? I know in San Fran. I've rented in San Fran and in and um, in Napa Valley. They like thirty bucks a day to rent a bike. It's like renting a car, dude. <laughs> wow, I did not know that. So um, that sounds interesting. So love, so if they're okay, so there are th- people already rent out bikes. And you can just do it through that little app. So I was thinking, this is what I told my wife. I'm like, I'm talking about the bike stores that rent them out. Yeah, like yeah, you to, yeah, yeah. So that's your competition, right? So yeah. I said, what if you had a garage of 30 bikes and they're all rented out? 30 bikes, $15 a day. That's what? Over $300 a day you're making. That, yeah. Shoot. You're, 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 a, bike renter. you're a bike rental. You got to keep them in tip-top shape, though, because you're competing against. They, exactly. keep it, they keep them, like, perfect, you know? Yeah, and that's the thing. I'm not really a bike expert, expert or anything yeah. like that. But if you're going to charge cheap enough, you know? For to for and not the bike, you know. One time I went to I went to Napa, Napa Valley years back. Yeah. And, and excuse me, me and a friend we looked into renting some bikes and you know, cruising through the wine country and all that stuff. You know, drinking wine, getting on the bikes, cruising around, and 
And like he's like I was telling you, it was gonna be thirty bucks each, right, for the bikes. Yeah. And um, and it was gonna be thirty bucks each for the bikes. That's sixty bucks a day. That it started adding on to our trip a little. And we did stay in a little Airbnb cabin up in the mountains in Sonoma for like sixty bucks a night. It was like cheap, but it was awesome. Hey. And um, and so we we rented some bikes. Um, and, oh no, no, we were going to rent some bikes, but I was like, you know what? I had I had a, I have a hunch about this. Let me check Craigslist real quick. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> I checked Craigslist and there was this kid selling, happened to be selling two bikes, like mountain, st- mountain bike style bikes yeah. for like 30 bucks a piece. And I was like, we can go buy two bikes, have them for the whole week on Craigslist and then just leave them here when we're done with them. And it'd be cheaper. And they were, I mean, I think one of them had a flat. So we had to go, I look, we, we, you know, we loaded them in the, in the van that we rented one of them had a flat, so I told the kid, you know what? This one has a flat. This one's this. I was like, how about 20 bucks each bike? Like, yeah, okay. That's fine. It's, it was like in this trailer park, in this trailer community. I gave him 20 bucks. I gave him 40 bucks for the bikes, and we took them, and then and went to a bike shop. I asked them how much to be, repair a thing, and they said, oh, we'll do it for free. You know, we're cool. And so they repaired okay. a little flat tire, and we had two mountain bikes. We rode around in all week, yeah. and we just left them there, and we were done, you know? <laughs> So Craigslist. So, and that's what me and my wife were thinking. I'm like, okay, we have these bikes. We probably bought them for like 150 bucks. Why would you rent out a bike for $15 a day for 10 days where you could just go buy a bike? <laughs> yeah. Th- that was my only concern. I'm like, unless people, I don't get it. You know, even if you rent out well, a bike for 30, because you can rent them out weekly, monthly, or daily. Like, let's say someone requested for 30 days. Thirty days, fifteen dollars a day. You just bought a bike. <laughs> you know what I mean? Bought a bike. Yeah. Two bikes, probably. Yeah, you know, right, and that's what I was right. thinking. I'm like, I wonder. So that's why I, I just want to try it out just to see what the return would be. Yeah. You know, because I couldn't see anyone just renting out a bike even for two weeks. You just that's bought long, a bike. You just bought a bike. And that, and that's the thing. I guess they don't want to go through the whole deal of buying a bike. You know, going to Walmart or wherever while they're in town. That's what I would do. And yeah. shoot, you could even take it back if you wanted to. Yeah, this bike ain't working out. And so, and so yeah. um, but, but yeah, I just, um, I, I, the, the only thing is that the bikes that they do rent are, are, are top, top of the line, you know, really nice bikes, yeah. really easy to ride. I mean, just really nice. Afterwards, you're like, man, I want to buy a bike like this one day. It's yeah. like a thousand dollar bike. You know, the thousand twelve hundred dollar bike. They're they're nice. You know. Oh, that's. I think that would be their niche then. Right, right. If you if you're renting out a twelve hundred dollar bike, because people ain't gonna go buy a twelve hundred dollar bike for a week to have for a few weeks. You know what I'm saying? You're right, but you could rent one out. Could rent and get one, your money back. Get your. Yeah. Oh, you talking about? Yeah. If mean? you go buy a twelve hundred dollar bike, I'm not gonna do this. But I'm just thinking, what's the maximum? Because. I have Schwinn's that I bought from Walmart, one fifty. Yeah. Why would you rent that out? You know what I'm saying? Why would you rent that long term or for a week? Someone. Yeah, like, you probably wouldn't, right? But for a couple of days, you want to go ride for but, a couple of days. But the funny go. thing is, I went on there in my area. The bikes that I looked at, they were normal looking bikes. Hmm. See, but and, for and that's, ten or that was fifteen a, bucks, though, right? Not yeah, like ten, fifteen bucks. Yeah, not like uh, thirty dollars or more a day kind of thing. I didn't see anything that high. And these bikes come with helmets. They come with um, a yeah. basket for your stuff and the locks. They come with everything, you know. Well, mine was very similar to the rest of the list. There was like a lock and a helmet. Oh, okay. And they're like fifteen bucks a day. But do they have to sign like li- uh, waivers and all this kind of stuff when they get? No, there? because I think they protect you, kind of like Airbnb. 
with the million dollar insurance thing they protect you the bs million dollar insurance <laughs> I, I still don't trust it but you know what i mean i've heard success yeah. stories but i still don't trust it so yeah that's interesting man like because i guess i guess it would be an investment share economy if you invest get a 1200 dollars bike 10 days 20 bucks a night that's what 200 bucks right. you can get your money back real fast yeah, yeah. If it's written out. It'll pay itself off, yeah. Yeah, but... I don't know. Something to think about. I'm going to try it. I'm going to try it. Let's yeah, see what I do. Yeah. yeah, throw everything on there. See what happens. I <laughs> know. Seriously, see what happens. I mean, all this share economy stuff. Heck, yeah. Well, we... It's a long show today. <laughs> we yeah, ran yeah. a little over. We've been but, um, going in about not only Airbnb, but the rest of the share economy. <laughs> the rest of everything. And so that's what we talk about, man. Everything yeah. share economy. We love it. We love. It. I love this show. I love doing this show. I tell you every week... I, I just i'm just hyped i'm excited man it just gets me going i'm tired yeah. as hell from after work but i come here i can podcast man all night dude yeah man i it's love good it stuff. and so oh you fans um we tried we tried something called uh on facebook we tried to boost a post we did yeah. you know to to one of our episodes and uh, you pay 30 bucks and you get like it goes out to like seven to ten thousand people people get to see it whatever yeah. and um it shows a lot of people are, are i don't know i guess we got a lot of eyeballs we didn't get any clicks out of it you know it didn't it shows it still shows zero clicks on that on that post a lot of people saw it i don't know what yeah. that what the, people it's visualization and and my buddy works in the in the field of um he promote he helps businesses get um automated yeah and gets them on the facebook twitter um snapchat he gets like he goes to a business he puts he gets makes them, social uh, media presence marketer. yeah social media marketer excuse me and he um i asked him dude i was like um i said are, are, i said i'm, I'm kind of dabbling in your world a little mm-hmm. um uh, clicks are expensive aren't they he's like oh yeah clicks are very expensive <laughs> you know kind of mm-hmm. to try to get a click on whatever you're putting out there yeah, I said, well, what's y'all's um? What do y'all consider you know successful um, click rate? And mm-hmm. he said two percent. So damn. <laughs> so a hundred you put, uh, you know, a hundred people see something, maybe two, two people, people click it. You know, which you know, I wish we had that right now. No one clicked it yet, but uh, that's what that's what I'm, I'm I'm appealing to the fans. If you like yeah. the show. We love doing it. We want to keep doing it, and we don't want to put commercials or anything like that. But like, if you could actually, you know, follow us on on the YouTube or following us on the on uh, if you're not already on iTunes and yeah. and tell a buddy and tell a friend, you know, like, this is a cool. These two these two guys are cool. We like we like hearing them talk. We like hearing them BS, and yeah. uh, it's it's different than other real estate kind type of shows, man. They're doing something different. And if you want to help us keep keep us going, you know, just spread the word and get us more, you know. More fans, yeah. and, Def- we, and we, we definitely it. on iTunes. And definitely iTunes, download it. Download it and leave us a review. I think we only have one review. Leave us a review. Yeah, yeah, we have we have two, which is two. cool. Yeah, two reviews. Because we have, we have a bunch of downloads. We know people are listening. We get a bunch of downloads, but we haven't had. I guess we don't ever tell people to leave us a review. <laughs> yeah, because other podcasts like leave us a review, leave us a review. Yeah, think about that. Yeah, leave us a review. So leave us a good review, hopefully. And yeah. <laughs> not like these two dudes suck but yeah, yeah. You know. <laughs> but yeah this is what we, we love we love um spreading the word about the about airbnb and stuff like that so we appreciate you listening and um tell people if you want and um yeah thank you so much uh yeah. for live let thrive i'm steve and i am micah hit us up on facebook youtube oh yeah uh i always say our website our uh phone number 469 300 9100 
But also email us, liveletthrive at gmail.com. And the website, of course, liveletthrive.com. Yes, sir. So I'll remember, live, let, and thrive. Tooses. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Live, Let, Thrive. Be sure to tune in next week for all the latest in the world of Airbnb and all that entails. Bye-bye.